Man, probably a fun fact on me is that I like to read. Like I, I, I like to read. That's 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 a lost art nowadays. <laughs> oh, my great uncle is uh, Jesse Owens. He won four gold medals in 1936. Yeah. I always want to leave people with this, man. To all the viewers, and everybody out there, man. Make sure you guys finish your story. Make sure you guys finish your journey because somebody's gonna need it. Yeah. All you gotta do is push the bad button. That's all you gotta do. Is push the bad <laughs> Try not to think about the future too much, so you can maximize the now. Who, who's your favorite rap artist? Man, to be honest, it's crazy. Tupac always been my number one, right? Like he got, he got, he got me through so much stuff. But Lewayne has been in the modern day. I said, what does it really take? What does it really take to be great, Drew? And he looked at me and he was like, you really want to know? And he was like, to be honest, everything you did to get here, you need to be consistent times 10. Happy hump day. How everybody out there doing tonight? Man, it's cold as a witch's you know what? Hopefully y'all out there keeping warm tonight. Well, man, welcome to the number basketball show. This is your boy, Coach Lee. Like I said earlier, hump day, two days away from, yeah, two and a half, three days away from the weekend, we're going to call it. But hey, that's how we do it around this here part. But it's time to run one with you guys. With that being said, what's up, Uncle Leroy Jr.? Hey, man, I'm I got to get these uh, drops back in. But, you know, I'm hanging in there. You do it, Uncle Leroy. I don't say the Leroy out the junior. Man, we kicking it on this Wednesday. Some people call it hump day. Because, Lee, you called it colder than the witches you know who. Hopefully you talk about a broomstick. But, uh, <laughs> hey, you know, this is where we talk about nothing but basketball, man. And appreciate everybody that's hanging in. And we got some hot topics today. So let's just hop right in, man. What we got up? First up, man. Oh, oh, wait, hold on. Wait, we can't get it started before we got to give a shout out to two, man. He's uh, tapped okay, in with the comments on there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, never hey, fuck man. work, man. Hey, appreciate work. Get that money. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> appreciate yeah, shout out to you, brother. Out. Appreciate you hanging out with us, man. So um, tonight, that's a wrap. This one is speaking in particular to the one Kimball Walker of the New York Knickerbockers. <laughs> man, I don't know about this dude, man. So they saying that he's been, he's about to get sidelined for the rest of the season. Now, one oh, wow. point in time, he was on that, he was ascending to be up there, you know, as, as being considered as one of the top guards in the NBA. But he's on his third team in four years now. And I don't uh, – the injury bug, I think he got hurt when he was with Boston. Now he's hurt with his first season with, with New York. Not looking good for a player, man. Facts. I mean, you know, he was the uh, number one draft – I mean, you know, he went – I'm sorry, first round number nine draft pick in the 2011 uh, draft. You know, but it's funny that he was drafted by the Bobcats. Charlotte Bobcats. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah, he's been around a while, man. <laughs> he's been around a while. Facts. Now, now, watch this. You know, we've been talking about this, like, with all these players, about how hard it is to go back to your alma mater, to play in your hometown. So, aside from the Knicks being sucky and crappy, 
Do you know that uh, Kimber Walker is from New York, the Bronx, New York, New York? I didn't know that's where he where he grew up at. So it makes yeah. sense him want to go back home. Right, because I mean, you know, like the dude, he had the opportunity to, you know, doing a trade to, you know, go to a number of teams, I, I believe. But he chose the Knicks. <laughs> Man, I don't chose the Knicks, and then Thibodeau, the head coach of the Knicks, he benched them back in November. He took them out of the rotation. But he did make his way back. But, man, right now, his minutes, um, you know, the guy that won't ever age, it seems like, D, um, D. Rose, is eating up all the minutes right now. So, I don't know what the future looks like for him. He's shutting it down now. He's probably going to be out on the market again this um, offseason. Moving on to his fourth team in five years. Hey, shout out to two. He says, uh, at least Jordan paid him. I guess that's probably the only upside. <laughs> that's the only upside he has right now. I mean, because his last game against the Brooklyn Nets, he played 21 minutes, scored nine freaking points. Mm. That's ridiculous. I mean, you cannot be considered anything besides a flop putting up points like that. And then two days before that, they played Oakland, um, OKC. How many points do you think he scored that, that time? How many? Nine. I see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so on February 12th, they played Portland. This is about the highest game he's had this season. And he scored 23 points after playing 26 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the writing's on the wall. I mean, he's playing for a bad team. So, I mean, ever, you know, of course, you know, he's going to need – more time to develop, but he's going to be expected to do more, which he can't. So, all right, so what we got here, Ty, uh, too, he's timing in. He say they got Cam Reddish. Now they don't even play him. Yeah. Yeah, he, I don't think he's going to be back next year, man. He, um, and, and, and health has been his issue. You know the last time he played 82 games in the season? Uh, was it a leap year? Ah, uh, not quite in between <laughs> there, but it's um the 18-19 season. He played 82 games his last season. See, and this is what gets you sometimes. It's last season in Charlotte. So did he only go hard because it was a contract gear for him? He knows he's gonna be a um unrestricted free agent. So mm-hmm. he goes all out. I mean, you know, during the contract season, that's when you expect it, you know, to you know, that's when you want to play better. So I can definitely see how that, you know, he was playing for a contract and, you know, now he is what he is, just like the Knicks are back being who they, who we thought they were, you know, like shout out to, uh, to, he says, dog Knicks back to being the Knicks, man. Look, I was saying that before the show, you know, I'm an old school basketball, you know, guy. And I like the Knicks back with what the John Starks. Yeah. Starks. Um, Patrick Ewing. Yes, sir. Lee Harper. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I had a pair of Patrick Ewing back in the day, man. You couldn't tell me nothing. And know about some of the ugliest shoes. <laughs> so, and I and I, and I'm looking here. He's 31. So basketball, father time ain't on his side. He's injury seems to be injury prone now. He's been benched. He's shutting it down for the season. I don't think he he gonna be back in his hometown. Not unless you know. Across the way, the Nets take a look at him. But other than that, see, this is what happens, man. 
when he was a free agent with Charlotte, Mark Cuban and the Mavericks wanted to pair him with the uh, with the unicorn at the time. We had him, KP, and Luca. Good nucleus. But he decided to go to Boston, stay on the East Coast. I get it. Playoffs a little bit easier to make there. But I'm pretty sure he probably would still be here. Probably contributing too. And I mean, the sad thing about it, you know, the last he's on the bench to the playoffs four times in his career. You know, they weren't with the Knicks. <laughs> no, no. Twice with Charlotte and the two seasons he he um he had with Boston. Yep. He was a beast at Boston. So, you know, I liked him at Boston. And um, you know, I ain't a Charlotte Bobcat fan because, you know, they took my Hornets or we took theirs. <laughs> but, you know, you got to look at, you know, you got to look at the whole schematic of everything. You know, he's gone to the New York Knicks, who's underperforming. You know, they really don't have any true stars. Like you said, the Dr. Father of Time, Derrick Rose, you know, he's the number one player. Yeah, I thought Julius Randle ain't even balling like he was earlier. Julius who? Orange Julius? You might be talking about Orange Julius the drink because yeah, that's the only Julius that's relevant nowadays. You know, because, yeah, like I said, Julius Randle, he's not doing anything. And so they're starting line. Let me say this. They got Derrick Rose at point guard. They got Evan Fournier, Fournier RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, and at center, Mitchell Robinson. They got a nice young nucleus. Who, who are these guys? That's like that's like you're saying, you know what? We have a whole staff full of interns. Man, Barry, <laughs> I like Barry got a nice game, man. I like his game. And I forgot Evan was there. Came over from Boston as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's he's definitely a good role player. So they got you know some nice young players there that kind of know their roles. He's just he's injury prone, he's long in the two, fell out with the coach, evidently. For him to bench him, and it's just—I don't think he's gonna be back with the Knicks next year. Of course not. I mean, you know, because I, you know, that part, you know, in addition to the team, you know, he has to play too hard, and he's not making plays. He's not even on the team. He's not doing, you know, he's not doing what's expected of him on this lower caliber team. And in addition to that, the coach benching him lets you know that there's something going on in the locker room. So yes, that's sending a a direct signal to him and these other teams that might be interested in him. Right, right. We'll so, see. Maybe maybe we can get him on a cheap deal. He can come, you know, come off the bench down here where he should have been in the first place. Man, would y'all like the recycling bin or something? Y'all want everybody. Hey. Everybody, you want Zion Williams, you want CJ McCullough, you want Dane, you want uh Derrick Rose, you want Kimber Rose. I take <laughs> I take Kimber and Zion. I take them too. Senior Fabas? Yeah, we'll take feed them well too. Yeah, Put them down here with Casey, a trainer, get them back yeah. in shape, and make sure every time we come down to the NO, we thump. Hey man, that, he's going to be on the wrong team. He's going to be on the Dallas Cowboys weighing 319 pounds. <laughs> That's cold blooded, man. <laughs> so we're going to take our first break for the night. Oh, spaghettios. We be in about 15 basketball show. Ooh. 
Hey guys, it's your girl Tamara Moore, former WNBA guard and current head coach at Masabi Range College. I want to give a big shout out to STWF Media, the big brand, for showing love and always being about those good sports. Make sure you guys show them love. You and your community can join them every week to talk about sports. Shouts out to them and make sure you check them out. Just like that. And we back up in this bad boy. Facts. Man. On another but basketball oh. show. Man, you know what? We got to stop. Make a quick pivot. We got to give a shout out to Tamara Moore, man. That's a fire shout out. Like, you know, you can tell she used to be on the radio. Can you tell that? Yes, sir. She got the voice for it. <laughs> Fact. Facts. So what we got up next? What are we talking about? More basketball. Next up. Basketball, another basketball show. We got Boiling Point. It might be some trouble in Tinseltown. Uh-oh. So, Lakers didn't trade for anybody. A little bit of people upset. But now it's coming out that tension is rising over control of the team between El Boogie, Rich Paul, his agent, and Rob Palenka, the current GM, Kobe Bryant's ex-agent. So they fighting over... Who's got power to construct the team, make the, uh, you know, making decisions and whatnot? You think El Boogie seemed like he got more control than Kobe had with the Lakers? How's that sit with you as an NBA fan? I mean, heavy the head to wear the crown. To whom much is given, you know, much is required. Now, there wasn't much required out of, you know, um, Kobe during during his time. The only thing, you know, he you know, he won the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award and then he had his issue. And then after that, it was done. So, you know, with LeBron James, LeBron James has been all over in so many different lights. He's been attacked by Donald Trump. He's been in so many different political arenas, Nike, NBA, NFL, players, everyone. So, I mean, you know, yes, he should have influence and control. I mean, because at the end of the day, what he's proved that he can handle it. So, you know, and that's to me, that's indicative of this good move that they made, because why would they go and make a change? Who would they pick up? Because at the end of the day, what trade pieces do they have? But who would who would help their team? Because right now, you know, they're in this win now mode. So who would they pick up that would help them win now that, you know, knows their offense, that knows, you know, that's able to be cohesive with these other players. So to me, I think that was a good move because, you know, that would do more harm than good adding another piece. Now watch this. Kyle Wittenhouse is suing LeBron James over defamation of character. I saw that. Did you? <laughs> I saw that. Him, Whoopi Goldberg, and, and, and other people. Yes. Like I said, well, you know, he may have not gotten traded or anything, but he's definitely getting some uh, media attention. So definitely give a shout out to Anthony. He's uh, hanging with us. Appreciate you, buddy. So what we got, he says, trade Westbrook and AD soft fast. Sure. <laughs> Street codes is Barkley calling them. <laughs> <laughs> How you a big man? Thank you. That's what I was saying. Thank hey, you. That's yesterday, what, yo. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like the dude is a freaking big man. Like what you doing? And look, look, like what's in what's insulting? The dude be shooting from half court. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, what the hell is your big ass doing that far from 
you know, that way from uh, away from the goal. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. If anything, you know, trade Westbrook and please trade AD. So, you know, that's why I think they need to, uh, you know, they need to trade because that that would help the team. I think that, that move would actually help the team. Let me ask you this. So the current team, you got Trevor Ariza, Camilo Anthony, Avery Bradley, A.D., Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard, LeBron James, DeAndre Jordan, Russell Westbrook. All those dudes are 30 or above, except for the except of, you know, of um, A.D., but he act like he is. But that's a whole <laughs> team, man. If I'm not mistaken, a lot of those players on that team is people that LeBron wanted there or he requested. Yes. There. So this is the team that he put together that's not working. And what he's not realizing, if I'm Rob Palinka as a GM, I'm here for the long haul. We put this team together because we wanted to have this win now mentality. It ain't working. And we don't look like we're going to win nothing right now. So why am I going to continue chasing after these players that you are asking me to go get when the last two people I brought in for you ain't working? Your credibility shot at that point in time. And if I'm the GM, LeBron probably got what? Two, three, maybe four years left in L.A. Tops. Maybe. That's stretching it. I say two. But me, myself, I'm, I'm worried about my longevity. If we ain't finna win right now, based on the players that you handpicked, I'm not finna hitch my um wagon to that, man. I'm gonna see what I can get. I'm not finna trade somebody where I gotta eat either a big contract or give up draft picks to get somebody serviceable. I'm not doing it. You think so? This must be two, huh? Yeah, that's two. He says, uh, Lakers still winning the title. <laughs> Book it. I mean, you know, and, and and he's he has a point because right now, you know, unlike, you know, unlike past, you know, NBA season, you know, they just got to play for the uh for the, you know, for the play in. That's it. And right now, you know, they're fourth in the Pacific Division. So, I mean, there is a chance and we've seen this happen before, you know, where LeBron James, you know, he just tread water, just kick every whole team is kicking their feet up until. It's time to play, and they came on. So I don't know. They now they huh? they are nine and eighteen on the road. Yeah, that's that's two and bad. eight in a division. <laughs> that is bad. That yeah, numbers don't lie. Yeah, they have been playing bad, but how is it that that you know it's not working? Now, I want to uh, circle back around to something you, you mentioned, you know, about this team being so old. Do you know who Trevor Ariza is? Man, that dude, I could have swore I played that him in What? <laughs> that boy is wet, man. He will shoot your lights out. So, I mean, you know, they don't have to play. He will, but he's 36. Huh? He's 36. That is true. But Trevor Ariza always had two things, defense and a shot. So I mean, what else? What else does he have to do? We we've seen in the NBA, not many play defense, so he's That's going true. to get a shot. He doesn't have to run up and down the court, but he's you know I think he's in shape and he's always been in shape to play you know full you know full thirty plus minutes. Man, I'm looking at their their salaries. 
of course, LeBron making 41. AD's making 35. Westbrook's making $44 million. <laughs> Man, get out of here. You ain't, Lakers ain't finna win nothing. Man, you got, how you gonna count LeBron James out? Man, you got a dude coming off the bench taking up most of so much of your cap space, man. Nah, they, they ain't got no big that want to really play. They either hurt or don't want to go down there. Who is his help? It doesn't matter who, who needs to be his help. LeBron James can take over and win a game by himself. He's done that in Cleveland, done it everywhere except in Miami. <laughs> So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, LeBron James can come on, you know. So he and Carmelo Anthony are the oldest, you know, oldest players on his team. And they know how to run a team. And they know how to win. So, I mean. We got a lot of comments in here, too. So we got, uh, so we say, Brian, get out of here right after we win this year. Ain't happening, too. Hey, I might I'll buy that. I mean, because at the end of the day, we we know what LeBron James is preparing. He's preparing for his son to come in the NBA. And he right. wants to be able to play, you know, on the same team with him. So I mean, at the end of the day, you know, being in the corporate world, what my boss told me, and if I've heard before, if you want to move up, you got to find your replacement. You got to prepare your replacement. You know what I'm saying? Meaning I can't go anywhere until I satisfy home. So he has to satisfy home. He has to satisfy the Lakers. And the Lakers are in win-now mode. So they got to bring something home in order for them to, to me, to agree to allow that to happen. And I agree with Anthony. He says people can change. Anthony came in and been a big person, and it's working. True. Facts. I blame LeBron bringing his friends in to get a ring. That's the part that's hurting him. He didn't bring in the best people to build around him. And I get it. That's cool. I commend him for that. His boys that ain't got a ring yet, he's trying to help them get that ring. I feel that. Big ups to you, man. But if you're doing that, you can't get mad at the GM at, or upset with the GM at the same time. Because, again, this is your team you put together. That's true. Um, CP3 hurt. That's true. He's out like eight weeks with a broken Good. hand. That's what his ass get. I'm still a little salty on how he did my Pelican, god damn it. Our Warriors want to play for 65 wins. They looking, they looking like the faves coming out the West this year. Uh, hey, they're going to run out of gas. Bron got the, got the gas chamber. <laughs> <laughs> you have to take a whip of the gas. <laughs> <laughs> And that's true. He they say LeBron is the original creator player. He don't created uh, the team. Hey, appreciate right you being on uh Haddock for hanging out with us. So uh yeah, he's right. Uh LeBron is the original creator player. And that creator player, right now, he got them boys at uh 27 31, and they're, they're three and seven in the last 10 games. Hey man, look, I'm I'm in the 40 plus uh group right now. I'm not going out there running up and down no court checking nobody. Only thing I'm gonna do is how I was taught: protect the goal. You play the goal, play the rim. That's it. Right. I don't need right. you know what I'm saying. Like you running around there trying to Allen Iverson me. 
I'm going to run to the goal and put my hands up. <laughs> That's it. So, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, these guys, they're veterans. They know how to win. They know how to play. So I don't see why we counting them out. Because they are long in the two. Hold on. Wait, time <laughs> out. Brooklyn looks like a top team again? Yeah. Hey, I like I like that trade they did for Ben Simmons. That's a long team with him Durant out there, man. That's a long, lean team. I don't know, but who, who's their coach? <laughs> we know you're not a Nash fan. In <laughs> Canada with the Arctic Blast. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to Bob Ortegal. <laughs> man, 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 man. But yeah, Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Nets have been looking very good. You know, I think, you know, they came out of this whole trade deadline, trading debacle, the winners. They got better. They got better. Yeah. Shout out to uh, James Harden. Is he, you know, is he on uh, the bench? <laughs> <laughs> he may be. You know how that fool is. Hey, man. Because I remember it saying he that. was. It's the fat suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> man, we're going to take our last break for the night. Going to finish up strong, as we always do around these here parts. But we'll be right back in about 15, 20. What's up, world? Kyrie Robinson, man. New Orleans Saints veteran. Hey, man, make sure you guys go check out my guy, man, STWF, the media, man. Check them guys out. Y'all want to get sports talk, sports talks with players, with fans, anything like that, man, go check them guys out, man. That's the place to be if you want to talk sports. Who that nation? Woo, man. Home stretch, brother. Home hey, home man. Stretch. I'm ready. See, uh, Anthony says, Kyrie might play home games now, and you got Ben. Yeah. yeah I, I saw that. They, they talking about letting um, Kyrie play the home game, which made no sense in the first place. You let the business <laughs> team is not vaccinated play. But I digress. Um, shout out to Facebook. You appreciate that, man. Straight fire. 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 That's what we do around there. So, last topic of the night, honest feedback. This one is near and dear to your heart because you know I'm a big fan of the Don, a.k.a. Luca. So, beginning of the season, a lot of talk about how Luca looked like he ate old Luca. He was a little bit chunky, overweight. <laughs> he ain't but, like seeing um, fat ass. <laughs> no, no, he, he ain't there, but. He looked like he's coming back in his shape at the midseason point. But there's a report that came out that said Luca was humbled by the criticism that he's received over his um over his conditioning. And that came from uh, you know, the owner Mark Cuban, or the governor as they call him nowadays. But Cuban says, I think he was humbled a little bit. I think he didn't like being called out for his weight and other things, and it finally clicked that there's a level of discipline that's required. Okay, I get it. I feel it. So he said, um, speaking of Luca, I had a long summer. I had the Olympics, took three weeks off, relaxed a bit, maybe too much. I've just got to get back on track. So we're talking about three his weeks weight. Off? 
we're talking about his weight, right? Let's just make sure because, yep. you know, so those that don't know, his weight, you know, he, he exceeded 260 pounds when he arrived at training camp. So, you know, that's well above his, you know, official weight that he's listed as 230. That's true. If you and, – and that's part of his immaturity um, is, you know, he's coming in. You're not going to catch – the LeBrons, other Kobe's coming in the season out of shape. They coming in the season in shape. But I think it's good. If he's identifying it and he knows that he's got to do better with that, he's the team leader if he wants to be or not. Everybody's looking what their number one player is doing. So how can you hold somebody else accountable when you're not doing your part? And this just part of you know his maturation process. Yeah, I, you know, I agree. You know, you know, you, you made some valid points. So shout out to Anthony. He says, uh, <laughs> Lucas, he's in Dallas. He's in Dallas. He eating good. Yeah, he too. <laughs> we must be going over to Rudy's or something. <laughs> <laughs> Get him a two-piece. <laughs> so, you know, one of the things about, you know, definitely with NBA players being overweight, and especially guards, you know, they're doing a lot of jumping, and that puts a lot of stress on their ankles, you know, on their feet, you know. And he, Luca's already missed, like, 10 straight games because of an ankle injury. So, I mean, that's definitely going to put more attention on his weight. Just like senior fat ass for um, the new Zion for the goddamn uh, Pelicans. You know, he's weighing 319 pounds. He can't jump. He can't. He can hardly walk. So, I mean, at the end of the day, Luca, he's been compared to, you know, being like the new LeBron James for the Dallas Mavs. And, you know, shout out to Luca. He's great to watch. But do I think that this weight issue is big? No. What I do think is big is how he acknowledged it. He accepted the criticism and he started working towards a resolution. Yeah. That shows leadership capabilities, star, and that he actually cares about the team. Um, Bernard says, bring back Dennis Smith Jr. He got released yesterday or the day before yesterday by Portland. See, that's another case. He got he got butt hurt when Luca came the year after him. He went from potentially being the young face of the franchise. So Luca coming in and let's be honest, Luca and DSJ, Luca game is a lot better. DSJ game hadn't evolved. You can only keep dunking over people so much. If you're gonna run the point, you gotta be able to do some other stuff. So maybe it's an opportunity to know they can bring him back and J Kid can work with him. Maybe he fell out with Carlisle when he was here. We don't know what happened, but he's out there. He's available. That is true. That is true, but, but would he work? One quick note. Mm-hmm. Since he got called out, and since he was not named a starter uh, for the All Star game, which we just had Sunday, he's been on a tear. He's been on a tear so much to the tune of his last four games. He's averaging thirty-seven and a half points, ten point three rebounds, seven point eight assists, and a block. So he's putting his boys on his back. And during that time frame, um, let me see, they are seven and three in a last 10 games, sitting right now in the fifth spot in the Western Conference. Second in their division behind the Memphis Grizzlies. 
Do we have to say all that? We did. Well, I'm a Mavs <laughs> fan, so you know, I do, I do I like. You know? Luke on your fantasy team too. I think that is true. I have traded. <laughs> no, no, oh no, he's he stole, he bolted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I keep it. I'm I'm a Luka Doncic fan. I might get a jersey. Yeah, I'm thinking myself, him and um, uh, him and Ja, man. I like both those young players right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about uh, J- uh Morant. Yes, sir. Hey, that boy <laughs> hit him with the gritty. That boy got to find a gritty. <laughs> <laughs> he should have been a Pelican, man. Man, don't get me started. Don't get me. But we got senior fat ass. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to get you. <laughs> man, who you got for shout outs tonight, brother? Man, definitely a shout out to everybody that hung out with us. Anthony, appreciate you. Bernard, uh, too. You know, uh, appreciate you, you know what I'm saying, getting this thing started. Um, once again, give a shout-out to Team Chicken. She won a fight this week, uh, well, last sure. week, in an impressive style. Shout-out to her. Shout-out to everybody that's supporting the brand because we got some big things coming up, man. You know, uh, the world is opening up. Look like we're not uh, being put back in the corner. So, uh, y'all, follow us, man. You know, we follow y'all. You know, post something in the group. Post something on our page. But uh, that's it. Appreciate y'all. No doubt. Man, shout out to our partner in crime, too, at the J-O-B tonight. Man, go make that dollar-dollar bill, y'all. Shout out to Anthony. Hey, appreciate you, Anthony. You always bringing it, bringing it strong every night, man. Shout out to my bro, bro. He was out in the crowd tonight hanging out with us. I see you, Bernard. And, Who um, you call by his real name? Governor Bernard. <laughs> Don't be cussing in the comments, man. <laughs> hey, man. Shout out to the wife. She was up here hanging out with us tonight yeah, as well, we'll man. You, so, um, but yeah, man. Um, hey, I don't know about y'all. Even though we doing this, I'm going to start pumping it now. We ain't too far away from the NFL draft, man. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about it early and often. <laughs> yeah, man, we're gonna have to go. We might have to go somewhere and uh do a draft exclusive, fly out yes, to where it's, uh, where it's at, man. So, uh, yes, like I said, we got some big things popping. But other than that, see y'all Monday night, seven thirty sharp. You know, we might go live throughout the day or something. You never know. Whatever come across our mind, we like to bring you that hot fire, hot fire, hot fire, like dialing, dialing, dialing. But it's how we do it around <laughs> these airports, man. Appreciate y'all hanging out with us tonight. Y'all have a good night. Other than that, peace.